in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. All right, mom goals, it's time to talk five minutes of physical this month with Kristen and I, the last week in the month of February. So we've talked about 2022 cleansing showers, cleansing our environment, cleansing products that we like. And this week we're going to talk about cleansing our expectations of ourselves and not to be Debbie Downers, but kind of lower that bar, lower that bar of standards that we have for ourselves. Now, I know we like to be motivational and we like to say, go get it, tiger. But you know what? This year, we're just going to say like, it's okay to just meow. All right, kitten. It's okay. Because there has been a lot thrown at us yet again. And it feels like Groundhog Day all over again with COVID and quarantine. And we're hoping that this February that we get a break and kids stay in school. And I will say at first I was very hard on myself because I'm like, you're not getting anything done. You know, like the kids are here, the house is a mess. And you know, you, you didn't get this done on your to-do list for work or book or writing or Mongol. Like it just felt like I was so behind and, but you piling on top of yourself only adds to the overwhelm, right? We're only piling on by making ourselves feel bad about all we're not accomplishing. So let's focus on the little things like a shower in a week, right? <laughs> Putting on a little makeup, whatever it is. Let's focus on the little things that we do do versus the pile that we haven't got to. So that's what that's what I'm trying to do is just be kinder to myself in 2022. Yeah. Same for me. Cause I do the same thing. Like it all compounds and then I get more stressful. Yeah. It's just taking a little bit off your plate. Like Kristen Glossom and our guests mentioned like those attainable, achievable goals that we all can easily write down. Like I'm going to do these two things today. And one might be taking a shower or cleaning our environment, or it might be like going for a little walk or something, but like yeah. doing some, like breaking things down into something simple that you can know that you can check off your list and feel good about checking off that list um, is what I'm going to try to do more. And then lower that bar, lower it down, lower it down, lower it down <laughs> so we can feel better about ourselves. Mongols, we love you. We are here for you. We are in it with you. We are in it. So let's just be a little kinder to ourselves and the expectations that we have for us and for each other. And stick around in March because we'll be back with all new experts as always. Bye guys. Bye. All right, mom goals. It's our last week with the amazing Fran Hauser, who is going to talk about reflecting and resetting in our careers using mindfulness. Can you tell us how and why those things should go hand in hand? Hmm. Well, thank you for having me. I've just loved all of our conversations and I love what you guys are doing. It's literally one of my favorite podcasts. So when I think about reflecting and resetting and mindfulness and all of it, 
I love the quote that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react. And I think when we're mindful, we're better equipped to react to a situation in a way that's productive, right? You know, also when we're mindful, we're able to make deeper connections with people. We're able to focus better. You know, we're able to be very intentional with our words and our actions. So mindfulness is so, so important. And I, I'd love to share just a couple of ways that I've integrated mindfulness kind of just into my daily life. The first one is this morning ritual that I do. And I, I really notice that when I do it, I can move through the day in just a much calmer, happier, peaceful way. And it's very simple. The first thing I do is I have a glass of water. And then before I even look at my phone or my laptop, I go to my favorite room in my house that has this beautiful window where I can look outside. And I literally just sit there and I do a little bit of gratitude reflection. I just think about like, what am I grateful for? I'll spend a minute or two doing a guided meditation. And then I stand and I just make sure that my feet are really like firmly planted to the floor so that I just feel very grounded. And I might do like a little stretch. And that's the whole thing. The whole thing takes just a few minutes. And in the book, I have all different things that you can do as part of your morning ritual. There's like a whole long list. You can kind of create your own. But I just think the most important part of it is doing something where very first thing in the morning, you're connecting with yourself. It's about connecting with yourself and not rushing into the day, especially not your phone. Like don't look at your phone until after you do something like this. So that's something that has been really helpful for me. And then the other practice that I'll share is something that really came to me during the lockdown, during the, the pandemic, where I realized that I had all these Zoom meeting schedules, which was, you know, was a whole new thing. Yeah. And I was just kind of jumping from meeting to meeting. And I was so frenetic and so focused on what I needed to get out of the meeting. Like I literally would go into the meeting, like here are the three things I need to make sure that we could get done and that I walk away with. And what I realized was that it was feeling so transactional. I wasn't taking the time at the beginning of the meeting to truly connect with the other person. Mm -hmm. So I always say, just like take a minute or two at the beginning of each meeting to ask the person how they're doing or even get more specific. There was this woman who, great woman who was working with me and she was really struggling with this like one part of a project that we were working on together, just checking in with her on that. You know, like last time we, we talked, you mentioned you were, how is it going? And what I found was that taking that couple of minutes at the beginning of the meeting to connect, it made the remaining 28 minutes so much more productive. You know, instead of looking at it as, oh my gosh, I'm going to waste time now, like taking this time in the beginning of the meeting to no, you're actually creating time because tone, the energy, everything is just going to be so much better. And that's mindfulness, right? It's like you're pressing pause and you're making time to connect. So that's another practice that I really, really love. And, you know, the other thing I want to say, which I think is really important, is that this idea of reflecting and resetting is the foundational principle for my book, right? Embrace the work, love your career is a guided workbook that's all about helping you reflect on what's working for you in your career and what's not working for you. 
And if you need to do a reset, it guides you through that. So I was talking to my friend the other day and we were talking about how we do these cleanses, right? We do these detoxes. We take five days, seven days and we detox. Why don't we do that with our career? I mean, if you think about like, that's what this book is. It's a cleanse, you know, it's like dedicate the time. There's six sections in the book. Maybe you say over six days, like you're going to do one section a day right. um, and it's going to allow you to reflect and, and to reset your, your career. I love it. I've, I've pre-ordered my workbook. I know, I believe it's March. What's the date? March, like, March 22nd, March 22nd. I'll get a little box so I can do it. But I think it's so important to do this because if we're unhappy, right. And a lot of us have so much on our plates right now like we've never had before in these past two years so we can cast a whole net maybe over where we're at like i hate it all i can't you know what i mean i can't do this but like you said through these exercises we can see like it's not all bad we're in hard times and so having this to be able to reflect is like is this what's making me unhappy it's like virtual schooling plus meetings plus this making me what's unhappy so i think it's a great way to kind of really dive into this uncharted territory we are in in terms of the pandemic and and really working through our feelings and not just this is why we feel this way but here's a path to get out of it here's how we can reflect and more importantly reset and you know make changes to have a better 22. Yeah. And I think it's just so easy to get into autopilot mode. So that's the other thing too, is like, you're not alone. You know, it's the reflecting on your own is really important, but also with others, bring others in. You don't have to do it alone. Yeah. I love that. And through your workbook, Embrace the Work, Love Your Career, you are the person to help be there for us and do just that. So we adore you and we are so happy and honored that you've joined us this month. We've learned so much and Mongols, please pre-order Fran's book. It's available where all books are sold. Sign up for her monthly newsletter at franhauser.com and be sure to find her on all social channels, including LinkedIn and on Instagram at Fran underscore Hauser. And check out Fran's bookshelf because it's super awesome. I know we're all looking for, you know, tips on what to read. And so I love following that one too. Fran, thank you so much. We adore you. Um, Raquel and Kristen, thank you. Thank you both so much. Mommy! Mommy! (sighs) Hi, mom goals. It's our final week talking emotions with the amazing life coach executive author a mongol to four kids kristen glosserman is back hi kristen hi thank you for having me back hi thanks for being here all right how can we start living directionally Hmm. so this was a concept that came to me a few years ago each and every day we are making dozens and dozens of choices and a lot of times I'm not quite sure we know why we're making them, whether it's the order in which we plan our day or it's what we're eating. And I started thinking about making deliberate choices, even even the small ones. Like, why am I, you know, um, having my coffee before I get dressed? I mean, like, how are my decisions serving me? And 
the more I gave thought to this topic, I thought to myself, if I think about where it is I want to go, I could then start to make decisions that actually move me in that direction. And I started calling this living directionally, where we're making choices all throughout the day based on where we want to arrive mm -hmm. at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And when you start thinking of your choices like this, you could think of it daily, but I started thinking of it much longer term. And it became a visual exercise for me. So if you take a moment to just close your eyes and think about where it is you're heading, big picture, the house you live in and the career you're working towards. And what do you look like? What are you wearing? Who's around you? What family, what friends, what community? Then you can take a step back and on a daily basis, check yourself and say, am I moving towards or away from that vision? Mm -hmm. And what I found remarkable when I started challenging myself and my clients on this, they can say they want to be in this like big house in the mountains. And then every vacation they were going to the beach. And I was like, well, if your end goal is this mountain house, would you consider spending more time on vacation in the mountains? <laughs> you know, it's like we're doing and what we want are sometimes so disconnected. Mm. You laughed, but it's almost comical. It is. It is. It does is. That resonate? It does. Completely. Completely. Because I like that the big picture, in order to get there, our choices every day are what get us there, right? Yes. And it's almost like we're living in this tunnel when you're just going through the motions but you have to stop and think is this tunnel at least going in the direction that i want it to go right or am i just going through the motions and going nowhere fast because it's it's so true I, I had this one executive who was talking to me about traveling and how much they love to travel and then they brought up this opportunity to buy a property and i stopped to challenge i said how does buying this property interfere or correlate or align with this desire to travel, right? So we can say we want something and then what we do can actually be our own obstacle in what it is we say we want. Yeah. So really getting that visual and really being aware of how each and every decision we make is moving us. Thank you so much, Kristen. You guys, be sure to pick up Kristen's book, If It's Not Right, Go Left, where all books are sold. Check her out on social media. You're at Kristen Glosserman. Go to her website, kristenglosserman.com, and you'll get info there how you can work with her directly. What a gift that would be, right? To have Kristen telling you what direction to go in your life and calling you out. I think that would be amazing. So thank you, Kristen, so much for your time. It's been an honor. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Mom Goals, that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Want more Mom Goal? Follow us on Instagram at Mom Goal. And don't forget to leave us a review.